Let's begin. Let us begin. Let us continue for that matter. Uh, but let us begin. Um, let us begin another day, Baruch Hashem. A day uh, that's a gift. Every day that we're alive is a gift. Um, you know, we, we don't, a person doesn't know what tomorrow brings. Person doesn't know what life is about. They say, I heard this, I think, from Ramailach, one of the tzaddikim, that uh, you know people worry and they were they're always worried about money. They're always worried about how am I gonna, you know, make make it next month, next year, my children. Who says you're gonna live next year? I mean that that you're not worried about. The fact that you're gonna be alive tomorrow and that, that you know that's a given. That's a given. But the money I gotta worry about. Right? Maybe it's the exact opposite. Why, why is that a given? I have to pray to Hashem that I live, that I live, and then, and then, you know, after that, the, the, the luxuries come after that. But if a person had the proper perspective of life and he knew the truth, he knew the truth of life, and the truth of life is, is that, is that life is short, and that we're here on this world for a limited time. We have no idea, you know, how how long we're going to live. You know, a guy could say, oh, I'm 19 years old, I'm 20 years old, I, I'm young, right? But, but, but then you could have a 40-year-old who says, okay, I'm not as young, I'm 20 years older. But that guy could die at 60 and that guy could die at 80. So they're the same age, a 20-year-old and a 40-year-old. Same exact age. The same age the same age left. I'm saying the same age as far as how much time they have on this planet. They both have the same exact time. So a guy says, oh, I'm 19 years old. I'm 20 years old. I got my whole life ahead of you. How do you know you got your whole life ahead of you? You don't know what you got ahead of you. You don't, you don't know, you know, someone was just telling me before, we were talking about this. What? You don't know what's happening tomorrow. Correct. You have no idea what's happening tomorrow. Right? You see there was a, there's a fire. You don't know what's going to be today. Right? But the, 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 and the world, and the world outside, we always have to, you always have to remember this. You always have to remember that the world that has no mercy on you and the world is not interested in helping you become what it is that you want to become. It's the exact opposite. The world is, wants to steal and take away from you your identity. It wants to take away from you your clarity. It wants to take away from you your, your menuchas nefesh It wants to take away from you your your purpose in life. That's why I say the purpose of the world is for you to forget your purpose in the world. That's the purpose of all the noise, right? Like we spoke this morning. We spoke this morning, you know, uh, that, 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 that all the noise of the world is all there for us to be confused and to forget that, 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 that there's, there's, there's purpose, there's, there is a meaning and I'm a Jew, and I'm a neshama, and, and that's why every morning we say, Rabbi Munasecha. every morning we say, it's the first thing you say before you even wash your hands, while you're in bed, what do you say? First, the first thing you say is you say thank you. The first thing you say is you say, you say thank you. They say, why do you say, why don't you say, I thank you. I say, so you don't start off, the first words that come out of your mouth when you're, when you're awake, you don't say, I. You say, thank you to somebody else. You wake up, you think of somebody else. Then you go to I. 
But the first thing you think about while you're in your bed is you think, okay, my day is here for somebody else. I'm living for somebody else. Um, I'll say the story. I think I already said it a few times, so I apologize um, if anyone heard it. Mayor, I don't know if you heard it, so I'll say it. I had the story about the, uh, I saw it on Shabbos from, from, I apologize for those who've heard it, but I'm going to say this story a lot because I just, it's like a fresh story and I love it about the, the, the Yid with, uh, was that Yitzi? Yeah. Hi, Yitzi. Want me to turn it around so he's What? Oh, he was there. Unbelievable, Yitzi. You're an inspiration, Yitzi. Right. Inspiration. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. With the sweater, exactly. Right, the story with the tzaddik, with the yid who built... You heard the story with the sukkah? I told you the story? The sukkah? Oh, so this is a keeper. Right? This is a, this is a story. Sorry, Rabrafi, you've heard this ten times from me already, but it's good to hear. I think I said it a few times already, but it's... Right, this guy quickly... Right, he built the sukkah for the tzaddik. Arab sukkahs, he didn't have a sukkah. So, so the tzaddik said to him, um, I, I'll give you whatever you need. I have two choices for you. You can either be with me, right, because the schar that you built my sukkah, you could be with me in Gan Eden. After 120, I'll give you Gan Eden. The mamish have the, everything that we live for, right? I'll, or, I'll, or I'll give you riches. You could have money, a lot of money. So everyone's waiting. Of course, he's going to say, the tzaddik's going to say, I want Kanadin, I want, right? Seder, I have choice. So he says, no, I want, I want a lot of money. What? You want a lot of money? So everyone's like, well, what's the shot? He says, Kanadin, Kanadin is all about me, 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 me. That's what I, if I make a lot of money, I could give tzedakah. I could help people. I'll be able to help a lot of people. And that's the purpose of being in this world, is to help other people. That's what he said. That's the purpose. The purpose of, thank you so much. The purpose of us living in this world is to help other people. Now, what's the catch? The catch is that you can't help somebody else, right? The first thing I remember, I became a lifeguard back back in the day. The first thing that I learned, uh, or the first thing I think I remember learning about being a lifeguard is you have to be very, very careful when someone's drowning. You can't jump in. Because the nature of somebody who's drowning, unfortunately, is they want to, they're, 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 they're going to pull you, and, the, and then they'll drown you, God forbid. Right? Like on airplanes, right? When they say, right? They say, when if the oxygen, uh, you know, there's a problem with the oxygen, first put the mask on yourself, then on your child. Because if you can't help yourself, how are you going to help your child? So, so... What happens in life is that, yes, our purpose is to be there for other people. But the only way that you can be there for anybody else is when you build yourself and you learn yourself and you know yourself and you get to understand yourself. You can't understand anybody else unless you understand yourself. You can't be there truly for somebody else if you're not there for yourself. If you yourself are not healthy, why would you marry someone who's healthy? If you yourself are not someone who is worth it. I always say you get you get what you pay for. You get what you pay for. You work hard. You work hard and you work on yourself and you become true to yourself. You become honest with yourself. That's what we learn in, in Lashon Hara. Hilchus Lashon Hara is that if you're all about other people, if you're all about other people in a negative way, in a negative way, in a negative way, when I'm overflowing with, with love and I'm overflowing 
with, with, right? You give what you have. If you have a lot of love, you'll give a lot of love. If you have a lot of hate, you'll give hate. If you yourself have, that's where Lush and Hara begins. If I see something negative, it's because my, I have negativity inside of myself that I'm projecting literally on that person. So when you work on yourself and you work on who you are and you build yourself and you, and you spend time with yourself and you spend time working on yourself, like we said yesterday, we were talking about working in. When you're working in and you work in and it's the hardest work you're going to do. It's not even the first day of yeshiva yet, officially, the first day. I mean, whatever that means. I don't even know what that means, but, but you know what I mean, right? But, but when I'm saying, the shot is the, 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 this, you, you know, you want to think, think about your life, the hardest thing for a person to do, and this yeshiva in general. People think this yeshiva is a, it's a sweet, loving, beautiful place, which it, it is. It is a sweet, loving, beautiful place. This is the hardest yeshiva in the world. Tell you, it's the hardest yeshiva in the world. You know why? Because you're 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 forced, not forced in a in an external way. That's easier. When you're externally forced, it's easy because you don't have to do anything. When you're forced to be yourself, when there's no peer pressure to be anybody else to be yourself, it's the hardest thing in the world. You know why? Because when you spend your life, and especially us, our generation, my generation, us, all of us, but even more, you guys, where where the, the peer pressure to be like other people, the peer pressure not to be yourself. If, if the Simchabunim, I said, I think said, Simchabunim, but it would make sense that he said it. That he says, he says, the Ani is in Gullus. The I, people don't know who they are. He said that 200 years ago. People are detached from who they are. Why do you think, Stam, there's gender identity crisis in the world that people don't know whether they're a boy or whether they're a girl? You think, Stam, that's like a, just a, you know, but besides that, it comes from the, the overload of, of Tivus and the overload of the internet. Overload. It's like too much. It's too much. It's, it's, so it distorts. Anything that's too much, it twists something. Right, but the shot is, the, the, know what that is? It's called an identity. You don't even know who you are. I don't even know, if you don't know, right? If a person, let's just say Pashup Shot. Sorry, we're talking, but it's important to know this. If a guy, I don't know how I could say this in the most appropriate way. If a baby is born, right? right? It's very easy just to talk. I mean, Baruch Shem, I've been Zoha to have children and to have boys and to have girls. It's not so complicated, Baruch Hashem. When you have a healthy baby to say it's a boy, right? I think everybody knows what I mean. And it's not so complicated when the baby comes out to say, congratulations, it's a boy. Congratulations, it's a girl, right? Now, if, if on your birth certificate nowadays, I didn't have this in my day, but nowadays, God willing, when you're going to have children on your birth certificate, it's going to ask you, because it asks you the gender. So it will ask you, boy, girl, Something else, I don't know. By the time you guys have children, you might have five other things. But why am I saying that? But, what, but, what? No, no, but let's get this clear. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not hating chas I'm not getting down on anyone chas I'm just bringing out a very simple point for all of us to know. Because we have to know the truth. We have to know what life is about. If people are besuffic, whether they're a boy or a girl, and if on your forms they're not even sure 
on something that's so simple. So let alone internal things to know who you are. If we don't even know the basics, if I don't even know what my name is, if I don't even know who the, what, what I am and on a physical level, so how am I supposed to know who I am internally? And the, 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 the world is robbing us every second. Every second. I love, I love talking when people say, oh, you're going to go to yeshiva, you're going to do this, and you're going to be brainwashed, right? They're going to tell you this, right? Yes, correct, 100%. You know why? Because we're being brainwashed. We've been brainwashed since the second you you were you were you were in the in the in the in, in the in the crib were brainwashed already by the media telling you what it is. I remember to this day a chash of a chash of a bacher from this yeshiva. I remember him asking me this question. I'll never forget where I was standing on the moshav. Right, I remember where, where the old base manager was. I remember having this conversation. This guy is a smart, sensitive guy, and he said, "You mean my relationship with my wife?" is not going to be like it is in the movies? You mean that's not, that's, as he was saying, we were having an honest conversation about him dating and this, and he's like, well, well, I, I don't know. How, how else am I supposed to know what relationships are? Oh, Sean. How else am I supposed to know, right, what, 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 what relationships are? Where do we get our information about what happiness is? Where do we get our information about a sense of security is? Where do we get that from? We've been brainwashed. We've been brainwashed to say what love is, what love is, what happiness is. Oh yeah, really? So why is everybody in America depressed? So why is everybody in America getting in fights? Why is everybody in America, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm saying that's where we come from. Why is our culture producing, producing sadness and fighting and insecurity and obesity and all of these things? If these are all the answers to all the questions, so why are we so why are we so cracked out? Why is why is drugs drugs has become? I'm saying this. I'm going to say it more. You're going to hear it from me. Everyone's going to hear about it. Everyone's going to hear about it more and more and more. Drugs is something that I, and I'm saying this straight, and I'm proud to say this. Drugs and alcohol and 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 pornography and all of the vices. Right? That people, that, 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 that the world throws at us. And the world is machazik. Not that it throws at us. It says, yeah, great. Right? They have hechsherim. They have hechsher. I've seen hechsher on, on, on uh, right? They have hechsherim on, on, on edibles. They're giving hechsherim. That's crazy in the head. If a person, if a person is going to be involved in those things, he's not living in reality. Authentic, sustainable happiness, let alone emotional health. If you want to be happy, if you want to have emotional health, if you want to have a good family, if you want to be an honest person, if you want to be someone who lives with serenity, if you want to be high, if you want to be high, you must live in reality. And reality doesn't mean that everything is great. Reality could mean that everything stinks. And reality could be that I hate myself. And reality could be is that I don't like my parents. And reality could be is I don't like the way I look. And reality could be is I wish I was smarter. And reality could be all these terrible things. But you're living in reality. And when you deal with what you have and where you are and who you are 
and what you are, then you can begin to live your life. If you're trying to run away and all those things, everything that I mentioned is all about running away. And someone who gambles or someone who eats a lot or someone who does all of these things is in the same boat. It's in the same boat. And our generation, your generation, is overabundant. In my day, I'm just saying it straight out, in my day, when I was your age, not so long ago, right? Someone who, who did drugs, someone who smoked pot, it was like he's doing drugs. Now it's like, let's have kiddish. I have a great way to have a, have a kiddish with it. We can enhance our lives. Well, you're telling me not to do drugs? You're telling me as an 18-year-old not to do drugs? What do you mean? I, I went to a kiddish. There are 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds who are doing it, who are the, right, whatever it might be. Right? Well, great. Correct. Correct. But what does that mean to us? What it means to us is that I want to make a decision of do I want to live in reality or do I not want to live in reality? Do I want to live my life or I want to run away from my life? I want to escape my life. Do I want to have healthy relationships? Do I want to have a healthy relationship with myself? Or I, or I, or I want to have... Or I want, because things are only going to get worse and worse, and worse, and more challenging, and more complicated, and more sophisticated. And if you're not strong in, within yourself, or let me say a better word, it's not about being strong. If you're not honest with yourself, if you're not able to look at yourself, if you're not able to be real with yourself, if you don't have a chevra, if you don't have a friend, if you don't have friends who are helping you go in the direction that, that, that you want to go in, if you're not having people support you, if you don't have someone who you can open up to, someone who you can express things to, it's very, very, what, what's that line? The secret, what is it? How does that go? Uh, our, our secrets keep us sick. Our secrets keep us sick. It's a very powerful line. Yeah. Thank you, man. Our secrets keep us sick. Because the shot is, is that is that you're not dealing, you're not dealing with reality, you're not dealing with the reality. When I say reality, I know it's a tough word to talk about, but reality is whatever it might be. If you're sad, if you're if you're if you're confused, if you have questions, if you're insecure, if you're insecure, we're all insecure. We're all we all have questions. We all want, we all care what other people think. It's very normal. A very normal thing. The reason I said this yesterday, I'll say it as many times as we have to say it. The reason people will, will drink and have a shot is because they want to feel more comfortable. When you see someone doing something, you want to feel more comfortable. You want to feel more comfortable. But the irony is, is that two things. Number one, who says you have to feel comfortable? So I'm uncomfortable. Number two, all that does is strip away the ultimate, the true comfort. I've never met, I'll ask you guys, please share. Have you ever met somebody who's, who drinks a lot, who smokes a lot, who, who watches a lot of inappropriate things all the time, that's a happy person, that's happy, where he's the most anxious, he's the most nervous, he has the most fears, and there's nothing wrong with that, we're not... We all have fears. We all have anxiety. We all have those things. Just the coping me- mechanism and the way to deal with it is, is only, is only um, uh, bringing and giving and feeding. It's only feeding 
the, the sickness. Great, I'm so happy you're raising your hand. Remind me of your name again. I met you, met you, I was, oh, Shlomo. Shlomo. First of all, I just want to clap for Shlomo. Why am I clapping? Why am I clapping for Shlomo? Because it's your first time in, in this year. And I usually say question comments. I didn't even get to say question comments because I love question comments and I respect the fact that you raised your hand that you have a question or a comment. I just I really wanted to say it right away, but I first wanted to hear because I knew uh, Simcha and Mayer would have, and I'm sure others have as well. I, I have my own vices that I escape to as well, and that I uh, feel numb to, and I have the things that I need to work on. It's not something that is, uh, that is for someone specific, and um, it's, it's for all of us. At different stages in your life, in all of our lives, there are going to be certain things that you're going to want to escape to and not deal with reality. So whatever it is, when a person, I don't know if the right word is, trains himself or a person begins to learn to live a different life. It's learning to live a different life. 
And that life is, I want to try and live more in reality. I want to be okay with being a little bit uncomfortable. Or like what Simcha was saying, that, you know what, it, t- it takes at least the first step to be uncomfortable, to realize that um, I am numb, to realize that I have this desire, to realize I have this insecurity, to realize I have this problem. I have a problem. There's nothing, the greatest, the greatest, uh, most powerful, um, uh, sane, uh, healthy thing to say is, I'll say two things, there are many things, but two very healthy, sane, beautiful things to say are, I have a problem. And I don't mean, oh, I have a problem. I'm, you know, it doesn't mean I have to say, I have a problem. I'm an alcoholic. You could just say, I have a problem. Uh, you know, I don't know how to balance my checkbook. I don't know how to do something. That's number one. I don't know how to, do, I don't know, I don't understand how to learn Chumash. I don't understand how to connect Hashem. I have a problem. I'm Jewish. Um, I was brought up a certain way and I don't know how to connect to Shabbos. I don't know how to do something. That's a problem that I have. And the second thing, that's a very healthy thing to do. It's a very beautiful thing to do. The second thing to do is, is ready for this one? Could you help me? Could you help me? Because I have a problem and I need your help because I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. And you know what the irony of that that happens every time? Right? I don't think anyone will say, oh, 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 you have that problem? I'm not, it's always like, oh yeah, I've had that problem too. I know what you're talking about. Oh, you're also insecure? Oh, so am I. Oh, you also get nervous? Oh, you also get nervous about flying? Oh, really? Oh, you're the only person in the plane who has anxiety about flying. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. That's why they serve alcohol in the plane. That's why people sit there and watch movies the whole time. That's why people pop pills and they wear those, you know... You know, Batman masks, whatever they wear on the, on the plane, right? Because I don't want to fly. No, I'm supposed to walk on the plane. I'm supposed to be all relaxed. I'm supposed to have no anxiety. Oh, I'm new in yeshiva. It's the first time I'm meeting new people. Oh, wow, I don't have any problems meeting new people. What, you have problems meeting? You, you mean you're actually insecure to say someone? They, they actually might judge you? That someone, no, you mean you're, you're normal. You're a human being who, who it wants to make a good impression on somebody and is self-conscious. So, so those words of, of, I have, and I want to tell everybody here something. I'll get to Rabrafi in a second because I want to hear. I, I, want to tell, I want to tell everyone this because I'm a little bit older and I, I deal with older people and I myself, I deal with older people. Um, I deal with myself, so I deal with older people besides, what I'm saying, right? The shot is that it does not get, I'm not saying this in a negative way, it does not get better. You, you, what, you, oh, when you get, people, oh, when you get married, so oh, everything goes away. Oh, when you have your kids, everything goes away. Oh, when you have, oh, you mean when you think you have your in-laws, then life is easier. And then you have your brother-in-law, and then you have your boss, and then you have this. So whatever you're struggling with now, and you have trouble saying, I have a problem. I have trouble saying, I need your help. You're going to have more problems when you get older, and you're going to need more help when you get older. You're not going to have less problems. You're going to have more problems. What, but, and that's good. That's good. Let me ask you a question. Who's got more problems? A guy who's a 35-year-old running a multi-million dollar business with a family and four kids, and he's uh, doing real estate deals and blah, blah, blah. Who's got more problems being a CEO of a massive company? Him 
where a guy who's you know uh, you know detached himself has no money has no job uh, didn't get married yet or has a this and that blah blah, blah. he doesn't have problems it's good to have it's good to get out there to, to, to expose yourself to things to have new problems different that's beautiful and then you know what you do and you ask for help right then you ask for help you say oh I need this I gotta hire this guy. And a guy hires this guy. Right, a guy says, oh, I have a company with a thousand employees. What a loser. You mean you can't do it all yourself? No. He hired a thousand people because he needs help. And he's got 10,000 problems. So he needs a thousand people to help him, right, deal with his problems. That's called success. But what does the world teach us? Stay in bed buy a bigger one of these, soon they're going to have bigger screens, right? They'll figure out a, a, a way to get it bigger and bigger, where they'll attach it to your neck. You'll just be walking. Who knows? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not, it'll happen. It'll happen. We've spoken about this. They'll have, everybody will be wearing, I've projected this, right? They'll, I'll be like uh, Bill Gates projecting, you know, the corona 10 years ago. We should do a TED Talk on that right now. Send it to the world. People will be walking around. I'm telling you, you'll say, ah, oh, I heard it in the yeshiva, Rabbi Fisher said it. People will be walking around with big, like, helmets. Why not? I want to live in virtual reality all the time. And then if I meet someone with another helmet, we could decide whether we're pressing the button that will take out the screen and then we could talk, or we could actually talk to each other through virtual, you know, reality. Why would I want to talk to you in person? Right? It's like, I remember when we went down to Elah. What, what? Funny voices, you could do, you'll be able to write all the apps to make you this. You won't even know what you look like. You'll be able to look normal. You'll be like, oh, wow, you look so funny. You know, that's like the normal. I remember we went to Eilat four or five years ago with Yeshiva, and I remember guys were scooping Mirza Shem. I don't know if we'll, we'll do that trip um, this year, but maybe we will. But uh, I remember us going uh, uh, scuba diving or scuba snorkeling, and guys were like seeing the fish or the view. I remember guys coming out and saying, wow, it's just like... Right? It's just like, you know, the movies. I'm like, no, 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 it's not supposed to be like that. It's not, you know, you're not supposed to say reality is like, wow. You know, you're not supposed to go out with your wife and have a great dinner and say, wow, I know this was a great movie, dinner because of the movie I watched last week. That's not, if you're doing that, you're in trouble. You want to be like, wow, this was a great dinner. This is a great date. I'm really connecting. Not because this is similar to, uh, you know, uh, I don't know what the, you know, Prison Break, I don't know. Tell me something. That's from, I don't know. I don't know what the, tell me a new, I need a new one. What's a new one? What's a new series? What's it called? Story Little? Story Little. Story Little, yeah. Okay, that's it. Welcome, everybody. Welcome. This is what we're going to do. Welcome. Welcome to reality. Welcome home, welcome home inside, welcome home. Yes, Yehuda, Yehuda, right? Yeah, yeah, Yehuda. They have something like that. Like, you know the, See? the VR glasses that you put on? Oh, right, right. So they have these, like, Correct. rooms that you can, like, go into and you right. can meet people through the right. thing. Like, right, you know, right, right. And they're smart. Why are they smart? Because we're sitting here and we're trying to um, be cutting edge, so to speak, on reality. There are more people spending millions and millions of dollars sitting in a room and doing cutting edge on insanity. Insanity. 
insanity. And that's why Yehuda triggered me. I never had this thought before. It could be I had it a little bit. I never expressed it. That's why they call it virtual reality. They're not stupid. Why are they calling it virtual reality? Because they want you to, they want you to, yeah, what do you mean? That's also, what, what's wrong? What's wrong? That's also reality. What? It's reality and that good, so make it, make right, it better. Right, make it right, correct. People creating a yeah, yeah, good, yeah. Whether they're fine or not, yeah, could be. Right, the joke's on them. The joke's on, correct. Right, great, great. Correct, correct. What sells? If it sells, the guy selling the goods is not, I promise you, the guy who's delivering whatever he's delivering to you could not care less about you. Doesn't care less about you. Doesn't care less about you. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about you at all. He cares about himself. Uh, Correct. Yes, Rafi, you had something? Or? Yeah, two things. Uh, one, um, uh, um, the reason why it's harder to see it probably is because here we learn two doctrines. One is the ship one. Right, beautiful. And the other thing is, um, uh, we've all been brainwashed to think that brainwashing is what they do. Brainwashing is what they do. So, brainwashing. Yeah. Okay, sure. Now, guy, for those who don't know Rabrafi, right, uh, he's not 18 years old. He's not 20 years old. He's a grandfather. He's a, he's a, he's a person who's, who's uh, sitting in a Masilzi Sharam shear, in a shear, uh, just like myself. I'm proud, I'm proud of myself to say well, I'm, I'm in just like Rabbi Erblach, just like Rabbi Erblach, when you're, yeah, Ezra, you'll learn. You're not as old, you're not as you're not as old as as maybe us a little bit. But but, but what's the what's the point? The point is the point is I'm I'm being serious. It doesn't change. That things will not. You, you gotta you gotta always do this. You gotta always do. This. Now you have to. Let me say that. You don't have to do anything. If you would like to live in reality, and you'd like to work on yourself and become better with all things you want in life. This is what you're going to have to do. This is not a luxury. Talking about this is not a cute class, an acute uh, stage in your life. This is life. This is Chavetz Chaim. This is Masil Sisharim. This is like life. Okay, Yaakov, I'm excited to hear, to hear Yaakov Munchik. Yaakov Munchik, watch out. You have to be, you want to be uncomfortable. So it could be you heard that from me maybe three years ago, if you listen to the thing. I don't say that anymore. No, no, I'll, I want to explain why I don't say it anymore. Um, it's true what you're saying, but I want to make a point. Yaakov's saying, which is true, you have to be, you want to be uncomfortable with being comfortable. The reason I changed that is because um, you don't have to be comfortable being uncomfortable because that's a paradox. Why? Because you don't have to be comfortable. You you don't have to be comfortable. You you want to be okay with being uncomfortable. Because to hold of yourself at a level where you got to be comfortable to tell yourself when I walk in a room and I'm meeting a new person or I'm something whatever it is whatever your trigger of choice is right. So so if you're uncomfortable and I have to get comfortable with that, 
That's a lot. That's a very high level. That's a lot of pressure. But if I'm if I'm okay, then I'm uncomfortable. That's that's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I wasn't saying you. I'm just. I I, I say that on purpose. I remember having that thought because it's it's a high level to say I'm uncomfortable. I'm comfortable with being uncomfortable. Yes, if you would be comfortable with being uncomfortable, which is amazing. You start being okay. If you start being okay with no, with the answer no, if you start being okay with boundaries, if you start being okay with I can't do this anymore, which is, makes you uncomfortable, you're, you're, you're going to become a, a powerful, powerful winner if, if that's what you're doing. Because you need, you know... We need, we need to set boundaries. Each and every one of us needs to set boundaries. Yeah, Shlomo again. Thank you, Yaakov. Shlomo, Yaakov. Thank you. Yeah, Shlomo. Um, I wanted to say something before Rabbi said the two things that you were submitting and then I'm asking about. Yes. It's very important that we do both because I myself have experienced doing only one and then you get okay with submitting your Right, right, 100%, that's what I said, 100%, 100%, yes, beautiful, Shlomo, I want to say, I love it, I love it, I want to say another thing what Shlomo's saying, just to say it out, in case anyone didn't hear, we were saying, the two points is you, you say that I have issues, I have problems, I got stuff, and then I want to ask someone to help me, not just sit in the world of, I got problems, I got problems, and then you're, you're in your own misery, right? But what I want to say is that sometimes, even if you skip to the second one without the first one, and you're like, could you help me? Why? Because sometimes we think that we have a problem, and that's not really our problem. And then when you talk to your friend, when you talk to someone who's close with you, that person will say, you know what? This is your problem. You think that's your problem? That's your problem. So I would say, and thank you, Shlomo. Thank you for, I, I, like, I like the way you're thinking. If we are, if we, and that's the beauty of, of, of talking things out like this. That's the beauty of us being open to say, and I'll say it myself. I'll say it myself, and I'm, and I'm proud to say it, is that I need help. I need help. Not, not that there's a problem. I need help. I need help in a lot of things. I asked my wife to help me with many, many things. I asked my children to help me with things. I asked Rebbeim, the whole yeshiva, I can't do anything without the staff. With Rebbeim, I'm not, I can't do anything. I need help. I learned so much from, from everyone here. I learned so much from, 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 from guys. Nachi, I just met Nachi. You guys, you got me, Nachi. Where? Nachi. I'm already learning. A, a, a day and a half, two days, I meet a guy. I'm already so, so impressed. So beautiful to meet Shlomo just I just met you before breakfast, before uh, davening. I walk in. I was blessed to meet you before. Uh, right? That was great. With Mayor Mattel, you know. I don't know if you know. I don't know if you guys know Mayor Mattel. You get to know Mayor Mattel. <laughs> we didn't even start, guys. The Shiva didn't even officially start, and we're 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 getting crazy over here. So, but I mean that for real. I mean that for real. I, I, I we're, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's so beautiful to to. Uh, I think Maishi Kaufman said this line. I think he did, it's, and it's a, it's, it's, it's a great, great line. You know, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll wrap it up really with this. I'll say one halacha, and then I'll say a point in Mesul Shisharim, just to, because that's what we do here. 
He said, my, my strongest moments, my strongest moments are when I ask somebody to help me. Those are my strongest moments. My weak moments are when I, when I don't ask for help. That's when I'm weak. It's ironic because people think, oh, I got it myself. I'm so strong. No, 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 you're being weak. When you ask someone, I need your help. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to do it. That's when you're strong. That's when a person's strong. So with that in mind, the reason we're learning Chavetz Chaim uh, is because of people who talk about other people, get this, get this, we, we gotta just chaz this over, and I love saying it this strong and this sharp. People who talk about other people are very, very weak. They're very weak, especially when you talk about someone behind their back. It's something that we do, it's something that we have a Yetzirah to do, but it's something that, that is a sign of tremendous insecurity, it's a sign of tremendous weakness. When a person is able to hold things and say, I, I can't talk about other people. Now again, it doesn't mean if you need to speak about your father, you need to speak, speak about your mother, you need to speak about in, in, things that have hurt you, or people, or, or schools, or whatever it is. It doesn't mean you don't have people to speak to and to vent. That's very different than just sitting around and being negative and uh, talking negatively about other people. So with that in mind, we'll end off with Lashon Harwa said, incidentally, is that even, right, your sister wants to tell you a funny story that happened to her in the shoe store. She tells you, you know, it was so interesting. I tried on a pair of shoes and then decided to buy them. By the way, I saw our cousin there acting so nasty to the sales lady. And then you know what happened with the shoes, blah, 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 blah. So the fact that she was talking about her cousin who was acting nasty was not the point of her story. Her point of the story was to talk about the shoe store and talk about the shoes she bought. Incidentally, she said Lashon Hara. That also, you're not allowed to believe that. You cannot believe that your cousin was acting a certain way. It's something that you, that you can't believe. Nachi was asking yesterday, how could you not believe something? Okay, you have to daven, we have to learn the halachas, and we have to pray to Hashem that, that we don't believe everything we read, we don't believe everything we hear. Um, that's that. So Hashem will help us, protect us uh, from speaking Lashon Hara, from seeing any negativity in other people, in ourselves, we should be Zoha to only only see the good in each other, in ourselves, and not accept any Lashon Hara, not speak any Lashon Hara, us and all the Jewish people. Amen. Uh, just to read one line in Mesil Sisharim, where we're talking about love, loving of Hashem, and loving of Hashem, um, as we said yesterday, is the opposite of uh, the way we're taught in... in uh, uh, movies and the way we're taught in our society love is about giving not about taking the way you love someone is you give to them the way you love uh, someone is you is you are there for the person that's how you love yourself if you ever noticed people who don't love themselves right they don't take care of themselves someone who loves if you love yourself right you're gonna brush your teeth you're gonna take a good shower, you're gonna dress nicely, you're gonna, if you need uh, help, you're gonna ask somebody, you're going to discipline yourself because you love yourself, you're gonna take care of yourself. You're gonna take care of yourself. You take care of somebody, you give to someone, that's love. Loving Hashem 
is challenging. It's loving Hashem because how do you give to Hashem? It's very difficult to give to Hashem. So that, with that, we'll just say, <laughs> says the Mesil Shisharim, he says that it's very difficult, but when my life is surrounded by things, I'm giving my money for tzedakah. I'm willing to say no to something for Hashem. I'm willing to say, Hashem, you asked me not to do this, no problem, I'm not going to do it. You asked me to do this, no problem, we're going to. That's how you build a relationship with Hashem. You build a relationship with anybody when you do what they ask you to do and you don't do what they don't want you to do. So Hashem says, could you please do this? Sure, no problem. Could you please, you know, daven three times a day? No problem. Could you please uh, go ahead and put on tefillin? Sure, no problem. Could you please this? Now, everyone in relationships also can know, I'll get there. I'm going to get there. I can't do everything all at once. I'd like to build my relationship with you, Hashem. Let's take it one step at a time, etc., etc., etc. You had something to say, Rabbi Yaakov? One very strong thing from Rabbi Zriel Tabr said that he said about that, that, what can you give Hashem? You can't give Hashem anything. Right. And he said a story about a couple that came over to him with a Down syndrome child that was just born and they didn't know what to do. They wanted to give over the kid. And he said, the only thing you can give Hashem is when Hashem gives you a challenge and when you smile to it and you, said, and you say thank you, Hashem, for the hardest situations. Beautiful. By just accepting the reality, the way it is, the most challenging things, that's the only thing we could bet and give Beautiful. Hashem. Beautiful. You gave me and I'm accepting with love. Beautiful. 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 When, when, when you, when you, every, I, I just want to say, everyone sitting here is giving to Hashem. Everyone sitting in the base medrash is giving to Hashem. You're giving to Hashem because, because He gave us all life. And what we're doing with the life that He gave us is we want to make ourselves a, a, uh, a vehicle. We want to help His world and to make God's world a more beautiful, beautiful world. And the way you make God's world a beautiful, beautiful world is when you make yourself more beautiful. When you become the change that you want to see in the world. Because that's the only thing you can, you can fix. It's the only thing that you can change is yourself. So when you take what God gave you, which is you, He gave you your life. He gave you your soul. He gave you the opportunity to be here. And when everyone goes ahead, when a person individually goes ahead and says, I want to make myself beautiful. I want to make myself smell good. I want to smell good. I want to smell good that when someone comes over me, I, I smile. I want to be someone who can give encouragement. I want to be someone who can, who can be a light to other people, not darkness. I want to be positive, but that takes a lot, a lot of work. Hashem will help us all. It's unbelievable that this is even pre the official uh, starting date. I look forward to building together all of us, Be'ez Hashem, for all those who have just come. Um, welcome to a, a journey of your lifetime that I can promise you. Uh, I can promise you, you, you just uh, did something crazy. And you came to a crazy place that's going to uh, help you get in touch with yourself. That I could promise you. And it could, or you won't be able to handle it and you can't. It, it's reality. We're living reality since 2016. Is that what the sticker? I don't even know the date. Whatever the sticker says. We're living reality. We've been living in reality over here. And I want to tell everybody a little secret. We're, we're getting more and more by the, 
by the year, more in reality and more in reality. Because we want more happiness and we want more emotional health. We're hungry. We're hungry for, for reality. We're hungry for what life is here, for what life's about. I don't want to be, like Shlomo says, I don't want to be numb. I don't want to be numb. I want to be, I want to feel. I want to be connected. I want to know. I want to, I want to live the little amount of time that God put us all here. He didn't give us that much, I mean, Baruch Shem. But it's not, your journey is not as long as you think it is. And we want to live it together. In reality, Hashem will help all of us. Don't worry about your past. Worry about, don't worry about anything. But deal with today. Live today. Just for today is not a, is not a slogan. It's a, it's, a, it's a way of life. Just live today. Do what you got to do today. Look at today at 1041 and say, how can I have the day that I want to have today? How can I create, as Rup Simcharabi, you'll get to know him. I hope you get to know him. Simcharabi over there, right? As Simcharabi himself said, as Simcharabi said, don't have a good day. Have a good day is being reactive and being a victim. Create a good day. So let's all, Be'ez Hashem, let's all create an amazing, amazing day together and individually. Have an amazing day. Love you, Yitzhi. I miss you. I can't wait to see you.